Hey man, y'all come on in here, pull up a chair, pull up a chair to this round table, man. It's your boy Burp. It's your boy Dub. What's going on, man? Hey man, just chilling. How you how you living, man? Uh man, you know, just trying to prepare for inclement weather. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, man, it never stops. Well, see, we, we got like another two days worth of your straight trash, weather. Man, I'm tired of it, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Sick and tired, sick and tired, yo. But before y'all get, before we get started, man, make sure y'all check us out on the socials, man. At the Gridiron Roundtable, at Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Alpha Podcast. Check us out on those platforms. Um, check out our Instagram at the Gridiron Roundtable and our Twitter at Grid Roundtable. And while y'all doing that, check out our friends at Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. Again, that is Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. What's the word, big dog? All right, man. We're going to talk about the most consistent wide receivers over the past five years. So we've been doing this series. We've looked at quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends. Mm-hmm. And of course, we got to be looking at these wide receivers. The goal here, let's see who's been the most consistent because I think that tells us who we need to be drafting. Man, there's some truly throwback names in, these, in, this, in this episode, man. Uh, <laughs> the wide receiver, I mean, I was just thinking about it earlier today, you know, like the running back room, like the running back position is so hard to put my good talent, but the wide receiver pool is just super, super deep, man. Cause you think about it, every team has at least two wide receivers and some have three. So it is like the, the talent pool is just deep. It's deep, man. It's deep. And, you know, like you'll see here that, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody, like, so with quarterbacks, nobody was, you know, five years in a row of being in top 12. Running backs, there's only two players. Tight ends, there's only one player. Mm-hmm. And for wide receivers, there's nobody right now that has been a top 12 wide receiver over the past five years, five times in a row, five for five. There's no five for fives, but we got four for fives, which is still really good. But it's just to show you that. Hey, man, every year this is going to change. Who's mm-hmm. up there? It's, every a, year. It's, it's, a, it's a revolving door, for lack of a better word, man. You got, you got so much talent, you know what I'm saying, coming in, especially in the past couple of years. You know, um, 2020, we had a, a crazy rookie class for wideouts. 2021, we had some, some strong wideouts, you know what I'm saying, in conjunction with the household names, you know, wide receivers of yesteryear, your, your Julios and your Thielings and Michael Thomases and all those guys, man. Don Julio got the Jew wasted. Hey, I was watching that freestyle the other day when that <laughs> mug had me weak, bro. Hey, he didn't run not one bar together. <laughs> OJ the Juice. Hey, man, shout out to OJ the Juice, man. I hope you're tuning in. All right, so we're going to go let's, – let's jump into it. So uh, there's been three receivers over the past five years mm-hmm. that have been a top 12 finisher four times, and those receivers are Tyreek Cheetah Hill, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, and Denar, or D-Hop. D-Hop. Oh, yeah, DeAndre. Yeah. So – Man, who you want to touch on, man? 
Man, so let's go ahead and, and, and give Keenan Allen his roses, man. Look, give him his flowers, man. I remember his first couple of years in the league, man. He had all the injuries, and I was just like, yo, I'm, not, I'm staying away from this guy. He always hurt. But numbers don't lie, man. He's been consistent. He's just been so consistent, like, to the point to where he's almost underrated. I think he's underrated. He's um, underrated. Just a just a, a route technician, man. Um, Rob Tree is, is out of this world. And um, it's, it's sad that the Chargers are going to waste another talent, man. Like, it's, you know, I think he's going to be turning 30, if not this year. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he, he does turn 30 this year. Um, but, you know, I think one thing working in his favor is that he has a really amazing quarterback in Justin Herbert. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, even though he's getting older and, I, you know, because this game isn't really built on a lot of athleticism. Um, so I think he could – I think he could. I think he'll still do some work. We'll see, though. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, he's one of those guys that could probably be an outlier. Cause like you said, he is, doesn't rely on like you know athleticism. He's just a pure rock technician that he, he can get open and exactly. he can get open often. So, um, yeah, man, um, that, that's that's my guy, man. And um, who else? We said we said we said Tyreek. Hey, Tyreek. Remember when? He, uh, I was deployed, and uh, I think that was the you know, first time having Tyreek trying to figure out the keeper situation. I was like, yo, you got to keep him, bro. Mm-hmm. And you welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, this is that keeper. I had picked him up off the waiver wire in 2016 when he first mm-hmm. came out. So, you know, it was, it was a decision to make, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, it's turned out well. You know, he's been really good. And again, this is a guy. I don't think people give Tyreek enough credit. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of disrespect for Tyreek Hill. Um, but you know, over the last years, he's been the most dominant. And he could have been five for five if he didn't get. Uh, I know he was dealing with a lot of injuries in uh, 2019. So, but hey, he's been a dog. Yeah, man, he's been really, really good, man. So. Um... That was back when he had Alex Smith. And I was like, man, look at what he's doing with Alex Smith. And at that time, I wasn't really big into fantasy, so I wasn't, you know, following every offseason move and the incoming rookies. So I didn't have much of an idea on, you know, the gym that they had with Patrick Mahomes just sitting there in the wing waiting. Um, but then when Mahomes took over, man, he he, he really unlocked him. So um, Tyreek is an animal, man. I mean, a couple of leagues. Mm-hmm. He's good, man. And going to this next gentleman, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins himself, D Hop. Hey, man, he had a rough year this year because he was dealing with that injury. But um, the numbers don't lie for him. Mm-mm. Nah, um, he's he's been good, man. And I mean, he he's kind of he he's been another one of those you know quarterback proof guys, man. To where you know. Prior to Watson and Murray, there were some. There were there were some years when you know what I'm saying he he really had nobody. You know what I'm saying. My man was catching passes from Brock Osweiler at one point, fam. Yeah, like it it was, it was not looking good. You know what I'm saying. He was he was making do with what he had. So, um, it just it just kind of stinks that 
um, the the Cardinals have really fizzled out like they have uh, the past couple of seasons, man. Yeah. So and you know you know he's a he's a guy that he's about to hit thirty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, did you see that video? When I, I throw back video of him back in the day going up against D'Angelo Hall. In oh world. yeah, I seen I seen that a while back. He did that boy dirty. Hey, I think he retired him at that moment. Though. I, don't, I don't think you heard from him ever since then. D'Angelo, he fell so hard on his knee and got hurt. I was like, oh, he broke him off. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, he's he's been good, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. Definitely, you know, again, another guy that has a great quarterback. And just those three names, mm-hmm. when we say Tyreek, Keenan Allen, and D-Hop, I mean, Keenan Allen has had a pretty good ride, right? He had Phillip Rivers, and now he's gotten the Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, D-Hop, you know, he's had Kyler and had no in, in Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And Tyreek's got, you know, like I said, Alex Smith, but Mahomes, Hey man, when you got a big time quarterback, I want their wide receiver. Whoever that big time quarterback is, I want their wide receiver one. Yeah, you can see the correlation here. Right here, yeah. His proof is right there, man. That's real. And so that's something we need to start talking about and looking into. What's I want I want to see these these quarterback, you know, these top quarterbacks from, from last year or whatever, and see, okay, who's that guy this year? I need him if they worthy of it. Right. All right, man. So for this next batch, we're going to talk about. So that was people that got it, uh, got top 12, 20 finishes four times out of the past five years. Now we're getting to the range of three times out of the past five years. So we have Devante <laughs> Adams. You feel me? Yes. Uh, Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. Mike Evans. Okay. Adam Thielen, Don Julio Jones, mm-hmm. and Mr. Slant himself, Mike Slant boy, Slant boy, <laughs> Slant boy, Slant boy. What up? So I think you know we just gotta we gonna have to just start it off with Devonte Devonte <laughs> Adams. Hey man, he a dog. Hey, That's man. all I can really say. Hey. Dude's just consistent. I remember, you know, last year, he's basically like a running back one um, in your wide receiver spot, man. He's just been, you know, cash, man. That's like straight money. So uh, I'm, I'm, are you worried about Rodgers? You know, he had that like super cryptic tweet. He's like, yo, um, thanks for all, all things, things for everything. And this and that, like, yo, what, what is going on? I mean, only, only, the only point I'm going to be worried for Devonte is if the quarterback throwing him the ball is Jordan Love. That's when I'm going to be worried for Devonte. Hey, shout out to the Packers, man, for drafting Jordan Love two years ago when they had when they had so many wide receivers on the table that they, <laughs> they could have picked up from. when they had just other positions they could have fixed. They said, "Look, we're going to draft this quarterback," and honestly. The fact that I'm gonna say it like this, and I'm gonna go into too much detail, but Green Bay is making it painfully clear they want a rod back. Mm-hmm. This doesn't sound like a ver- and then I'm saying that to say 
like San Fran. And again, these are two different calibers of receivers. I mean, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But San Fran, you know, Jimmy G's leaving. They already hyping Trey Lance. They ain't hyping Jordan Love over there, bro. If you haven't peeped that. So that's, that's real. That tells me, for me, just the optics. I think they worry. I think they, they really need Aaron Rodgers to stay. So, hey, man, that's hey, just my two cents on it. Just, just peep this out, man. T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, uh, LaVisca Chanel, Chase Claypool, um, Van Jefferson. Let's see. Who else? Who else? Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into round three. Mm. Yeah, we, we, we just want to stop there. Round, round two. Those names that I named, man, those are all players that were available and at the pick where they picked Jordan Love and they picked him instead of addressing that wide receiver too. Like, imagine Devontae Adams with T. Higgins on the other side of him or Michael Higgins Jr. on the other side of him or, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what were they thinking, man? Even, even Chase Claypool on the other side of him, bro, that... That would have been nuts, man. And of those guys, they decided, you know what? We need to start getting ready to replace Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. As he puts together two back-to-back MVP seasons, they are a joke. They definitely are. They they dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, big time. Can't right. believe it. They can't believe it. But, you know, another guy with a top quarterback. Um, now let's talk about... Another guy who probably he might have, I mean, according to fantasy, this guy's quarterback has gone back to back as the top QB. And we're talking about Stefan Diggs himself. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, he was, you know, he was always good. And then he got him one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And his game has gone to another level the past few years, past couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, Dog, it's the production's been good. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. Um, Diggs, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw he's going to Buffalo at first, I was kind of, I was kind of shook. Like, oh man, like I don't, I don't know, because you, you know, they um, back then when you thought about the Bills, that was before you know Josh Allen really took off. So you know they, they weren't what they were now. But man, he's, I think that's one of the very few trades. You know where it was very even for both sides. Um, I mean, if for it to truly be worth it, the Bills will have to win the Super Bowl at some point with Diggs for it to be worth it. Otherwise, if I, otherwise, I think the Vikings won the trade in the in the longevity of things. Yeah, possibly. You know, he's been, hey man, he's been a dog, and I think, you know, from a consistency perspective, you know. As long as he stays healthy, of course, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna have another. I think he's gonna have another top twelve season mm-hmm. uh, going in the next year. Hey, you know I just thought about this. So imagine if this trade doesn't happen, and the Bills draft Jefferson with Josh Allen, bro. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Insane! Mm-hmm. Insane! Yeah, man. So. That was Diggs. And we'll go to this next guy who, you know what? He had one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Again, 
in TB12. And we're talking about Mr. Consistency. Mm-hmm. When we talk about consistency, you mentioned Mike Evans. Hey, look, mm-hmm. man, this man has played since 2014, and he's had a thousand yards each year receiving. And these last couple years, man, just the double digit TDs. He's been a TD dog. Hey, Mike Evans, people ain't really talking about Mike Evans now. And I know people probably going to be afraid to get Mike Evans now because, uh, you know, he doesn't have the best, one of the best, well, the best quarterback ever mm-hmm. throwing the ball no more, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the numbers haven't lied. He's been great. I'm not going to lie. I got Mike Evans in the dynasty and I'm stuck with the bag. This is what I'm talking about. People look. Sometimes it's sometimes it's good to get out from underneath somebody while they still have value, and um, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I gotta see what happens. I gotta see how they pan out. Yeah, we gotta see how it pans out because there's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen in their off season, right? Because one, it's like AB's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godwin's coming off that injury, and you don't even know if he's gonna come back to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. who's the quarterback most importantly going to be. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing, but you know, if, if they're smart, I think they'll, they'll feed this boy some targets. Yeah. So it might not go. It might not end up too bad again. He's been doing this since 2014 and he's put up a thousand. Yeah. I know that's something that could get broke any day, but mm-hmm. he's 28 it's going to be hard to move on unless he's got a few, unless you get a few good games out of him, you know? That's true. That's real. And that's, that's crazy. Cause he basically came in the league when he was 20. So this is, you're looking at when you're, when you're looking at these dynasty pieces, like your Justin Jefferson's and your Jamar chases, you want them to be as consistent and, and you want them to pull off on Mike Evans when you got seven, eight years, of just setting them for good production. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that I want, I like set it and forget it. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? You hear me? We ain't got to worry about it. You know what's coming. Okay. Right. All right, man. Next on the list is Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. You know, he's getting long in the tooth now, man, 31. But, you know, he's had, uh, well, towards that tail end, you know, he had the, you know, 2017, 2018, he had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. Mm-hmm. Um and then in 2020, he was a TD dog. He had, that was when he was a big red zone guy. Mm-hmm. And he, had some, he had some work this year as well. So anything has been great. And you can almost say because of the injury, he's potentially been underrated going into the next season. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Adam Thielen, man? It all depends on the format. Uh, redraft. Uh... Uh, reach out. He, I mean, you know, I'll be I'll be happy with him as like a wide receiver too. Um, a flex is a bonus. Um, dynasty probably will try to stay away unless you're building a team that's just ready to go all in right now. Um, one thing about Thielen though that he has a knack for getting open in the red zone. Like that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just like other like ungodly. You know what I'm saying? In in the end zone, he can really get open. Um, and you really saw him kind of eat in certain situations when people are really trying to overcompensate and trying to cover Jefferson, you know what I'm saying? Then you know surrounding you got him basically moonwalking in the end zone, just like wide open. So 
Greenland, I mean, it, it all depends on the format and if, you know, you can master value uh, drafting, then hey, Thielen can definitely be um, a, a sneaky guy. What do you think? Um, I definitely feel that sediment. And I think you got to, like you said, you just got to watch it because I think he could either be that, but in the same breath, you know, KJ Osborne looked very good this year. Mm-hmm. But with this new offense coming out there, I know they're going to run a lot of three, uh, you know, three uh, wide, re- three wide receiver sets. So um, it's going to remain to be seen how, what role feeling plays in that. So maybe I'm, I'm a little too worried about KJ Osborne, but you know, this guy's a McVay guy. They run mm-hmm. a lot of three wide. So I think he could probably squeak out another decent year. Like you said, the sneaky in the red zone and in fantasy touchdowns, a King. So if he can keep up that aspect, he had 10 touchdowns this year, which is really good. Um, it could work out. I'm not going to lie. I'm loving everything I'm seeing out of Minnesota as far as their, what this means for their pass catching. I know we're not going to get into coaching right now, but, man, I'm telling you, long story short, you all start buying any and every piece of that um, Minnesota passing game. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so the next fella, uh, man. A lot of notoriety here. Michael Thomas from the Ohio State University. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna that's this your boy. You know what I'm saying? This your this I'm gonna give you the floor. Talk to me about it, man. Man, so it all depends on what's gonna happen. Um he just it's just so much going on around him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have him in the dynasty where I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen. He's basically my wide receiver three from, from what I traded him for. The guy was just like jumping ship on him. I'm like, sure, I'll take him. Um, if he, I mean, he's only what, 28, almost 29. So he's, yeah, he's, still, he's turning 28 this year. Yeah. So he, he's still, you know what I'm saying, in that, in that peak time that peak age gap, you know what I'm saying, for, for wide receivers. Um, you just hope that he's really been taking care of himself and healing like he was supposed to with all the shenanigans that he put New Orleans through yeah. um, this this past year. You're right, man. And I think the big thing with him is that, you know, people thought forgot. I think people are going to forget how great he is. And they're going to be afraid about the ankle because there's a, like you said, there was a lot of drama and how he's been rehabbing it mm-hmm. and the time and on his surgeries. I know there were a couple of guys in fantasy that drafted Mike Thomas. And so that was some real saltiness there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, you know, he's been in the league, what, six years now and his first four, he had put up a thousand plus mm-hmm. each year. Obviously, what the year that he was number one in PPR, uh 2019 he was just so many receptions so many yards just beautiful beautiful work that year um it's like this for me i think that you know because even though they okay we're going into coaching changers but i think if he's healthy i think he could potentially be quarterback proof based on his route training I I think that so you know you know last season he basically was drafted at you know 
if he actually would have played, he would have been you know, drafted at value. Because there were there were some leagues where he's going like, you know, sixth, seventh round. You know what I mean? And that may he may fall even further if his quarterback situation isn't an enticing option and given his injury history. So he may fall even further, maybe like six, I'm sorry, seven, eight, maybe ninth, possibly even double digit round, you know, depending on how sour of a taste, you know, some people feel about him. So, and if that's the case, and he plays and he, he, he won't have to do much to return value to the yeah. point to where if he still has it, you're, you're looking at a, a potential gold mine, you know what I'm saying? In, mm-hmm. That you can just put in like in your flex, you know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. Cause they're going to force feed him the ball. Cause you, that's one thing you can see with that new Orleans offense. Mm-hmm. They needed a dog out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was hyped for Marquez Calloway. He looked like he could have that dog mentality in the preseason, but it did not transition into the regular season. Yeah. They, need, they need a guy. You know, I don't know. I don't know what their draft status is. I don't know if they draft a guy, but they need him back out there to be oh, they, the X. So the 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 mock drafts that I've been seeing having they have them drafting um Garrett Wilson. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I've been seeing as far as the mocks. Some of the mocks I've seen Olave, either him or Olave going to um, New Orleans, but then I think I did see Olave going to uh, the Raiders too. And um, yeah, uh, the Buckeyes, they got to, I'm sorry, the Buckeyes, the Saints got a thing for drafting Buckeyes, man. Uh, Lattimore, um, they got a, they got a, they got to the linebacker from Ohio State last year. They got uh, Michael Thomas, you know what I'm saying? They, they like drafting uh Buckeyes out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh we're gonna pivot over to Julio Jones next. Man, it's been a while since we've seen Julio in these top lists, two years to be exact. Mm-hmm. You know, he just freshly turned 33. Man, one of the all-time greats, I think. I'm not saying he's like top three or anything like that, but he has definitely been a dominant player over his career. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously, you know, his dominant years that he was dominant in these last five was 27, 2018, 2019. So we're two years removed. Uh, lots, the injuries are taking him out of games now before he was always hurt on the injury list, but he was fighting through it. Mm-hmm. But now it's taking a toll on him. You know, he, in his age 33 season, man, I mean, he's been great. But what you think about him now, man? Um, no, well, I mean, yeah, I'll draft him. It all depends on where he, where, where he won draft him, you know what I'm saying, where I get him. But um, it's just sad that, you know, he wasted so much time in Atlanta. Because, um, I mean, he was, a, he was a real force. And he's borderline one of those players now where, like, you see him on your opponent's team. And he doesn't strike fear you anymore. Like, you know, there was there was there were some there were some games and when he's in his prime, it was like, shoot, man, I gotta go up against Julio. Like, hey, there was there was one game I think he had like 
was it like 200, 300 yards mm-hmm. against Carolina? Yo, he, he torched Carolina so bad, they they just straight up cut the DB that was supposed to be guarding the next day. You know? like, that's how bad Julio was. Like, he was getting people fired out here, dog. Like, and just to see him now is like a borderline flex play. I don't know. And yeah, man. Tennessee ain't team to to get him where he needs to go. Nah, absolutely not, man. I'm definitely I ain't gonna lie. I'm probably I ain't touching Julio, man. It's <laughs> uh, I think it's the end of a good run. Um, wait, 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 wait. So you wouldn't get him as like a wide receiver three or a four to where you don't have to rely on him and he can borderline be a bye week guy? No. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to just say this. I don't think there's any way I'm going to draft him again. And guess what? If for some reason he, like, snaps this year, I'm happy for him. Mm -hmm. But it ain't going to happen on my teams, bro. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's just how I feel about it, man. I think age 33 season – I'm seeing how he's handling these, his body's handling all these injuries now. Mm-hmm. It's it kind of worries me. Yeah, so, that's understandable. So, all right, man. So we're gonna get into the receivers that uh was in the top 12 two times. Mm-hmm. This is a very short list. I don't know if you remember, like with um, who was it with the running backs? We had a lot of people mm-hmm. over the last five years. Uh, get, tw- you know, placed twice in the uh, top 12. A lot of guys. It was like a 15-way tie. Right. Okay. Um, and this is a very small list here. So we're going to get after it. Cup, AR-15 himself, Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson, and my boy, AB. Where do you want to start? Shoot, man. Let's just go ahead. Whew. Let's let's go ahead and um, address the guys that are kind of falling from from grace. You know, so there's some of these guys. You know, this is it's, you know, it's, it's young in their careers and they can probably do it again. But like, you know, the ABs of the world and um, AR AR fifteen. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. Those guys, man, they were just such a force um, in their prime, and it's just crazy to see that, you know, these – A.B. number one is, is done. I don't I don't think he's going to get another shot. But, to, you know, to see the truly be like, man, I have to really wait what I'm getting ready to do with Allen Robinson, it's nuts. You know, yeah, man, and, and A.B., I've won championships with AB. So I feel like it's a very personal relationship that I have mm-hmm. with this man. You know, he, cause he, you know, even though, like I said, this is only a five year snapshot. Right. And then if we broke it to 2010, right. He would have been, you know, I think there was six or seven seasons in a row where he was destroying the league. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, tail end of his career. Now he's going to turn 34 this year. Now, yikes. I'm, I'm gonna say this though, yeah, it is definitely a yikes. But in his age 33 season, we're just gonna do PPR points. I ain't gonna tell you the numbers. So he had 24 points week one, 
two point two points week two 13 points week four 31 points week five 24 points week six and then he was hurt week 16 he comes back and puts up 20 points week 17 he's doing jumping jacks in the end zone so (laughs) (laughs) what i'm saying is ab's old as shit Mm-hmm. But damn, if he didn't get hurt this year, oh, he definitely, he's definitely yeah. pushing, pushing, pushing top twelve. And so again, yeah, definitely, he was on pace, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, I agree with you, right? Like, I don't know if a team's gonna try to get him. I think they're done with him. But when I see that type of output, I feel like that's a guy that can age well. He's aging well as mm-hmm. a wide receiver. He's aging very well, but, you know, he's fucking up his career, mm-hmm. but he's aging well, man. Oh, man. A.B. A- has wasted these last three years of his career. Yeah, he, he needs some help, man. He needs some help. Um, just just kind of sucks, man. And then, but, you know, you got, you got Tom Brady throwing to you. Hey, he... he you can put up those kind of numbers, man. I think anybody, I think any other quarterback, and it's a different, it's a different subject, man. It's a, Absolutely. It's, it's crazy hearing my my own tone about Tom Brady changed over the years. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing everything from you know a non-biased point of view. Yeah, man. You you have anybody else? Throwing uh, AB the ball, and it's, it's, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's gonna need a good quarterback for sure. Like he's definitely not gonna go back to Pittsburgh and and do what he was doing down there. Right. <laughs> not even close. Mm-mm. My man. Close. And, and and then we're talking about we said AR fifteen, Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know he's been playing for a long time, and he's only twenty eight. He's turning twenty nine this year. Mm-hmm. I'm a look, man. I don't even know what to say. I don't. I, I got a feeling they're going to franchise tag this man again, and they just need to. I was excited for him, to, and you know, to have Justin Fields because I felt like any like Justin Fields was an obvious upgrade. And this is like outside of the you know Ohio State fandom. You know what I'm saying? I felt like anybody they got other than Mitchell was mm-hmm. going to be. Um, an upgrade, and it just it just wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I mean, hopefully, Fields can you know take that next step. You saw like the the flashes where he was, you know, he was good. Um, but I don't know how how much more you know people are going to be patient. You know what I'm saying? With, with what's going on out there. Now, this is going to get his chances to play. Don't get me wrong. But as a fantasy community, I don't know if people can go through another two, three games like that to open the season after you wait, you know, six months for the, the new season to start. Yeah, man. And, you know, I definitely, yeah, I think you hit it right. You know, it's like, Where's he going to end up? Is he staying? You know, they tagging him. Is he staying? And, you know, because that last season was just. It was trash. 
Yeah, man. So, yeah, I, my verdict's still out. I don't know what I would do because I know his stock is going to drop hard. Hey, people was raised dropping Allen Robinson, bro, during this season. People was dropping him and they felt nobody wanted to because you felt sick doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's we're going to put a tab on him and see what he does because you know his ADP is going to be low. Yeah. It's going to be low, low. All right, man, so we're going to talk about um, – Hey, man, this guy's only been in the league for two years. Back-to-back top 12 finishes. He was the wide receiver four in PPR this past year. Mm-hmm. In the previous year, his rookie year, wide receiver six. And I'm talking about none other than Justin Jefferson. Jake Jennings. Hey, man, mm-hmm. he just, he just going to stay. This is a safe pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Safe Doing pick. Through. Doing through. Um, 1,400 yards his first year, 1,600 yards, double-digit TDs. Dog. Yeah. It's uh it's people gonna be having they they're gonna be really having a real tough time trying to figure out they want to get Jamar Chase or or uh, Justin Jefferson um come mm-hmm. come draft day. And um look, there's a very good chance that Jefferson could be the wide receiver one next season. Um Kevin McConnell goes to Minnesota. The passing game director from the Rams is now the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. Um, that's going to be huge, man. It should be. be huge. And not even, not even for Justin Jefferson, like just everybody in that passing game is going to be benefiting from the moves they're making right now. Absolutely. They understand they're 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 preparing as if Aaron Rodgers is getting ready to leave. And um, that that division will be up for grabs big time. I agree, man. That you know, of all you know, he's he's a safe pick. Even even though he has uh, Kirk Cousins, you know he's gonna get pushed a lot of targets, and I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, man. And then we're gonna go to this gentleman who this year just went ape. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Cooper Cup, man, the wide receiver one of 2021. He's been a top 12 finisher twice in five years. And yes, he's only played for five years. Hey man, how you feeling? Like, how you feeling about Cooper, man? Man, I feel like he's been in the league much longer than five years. Um, look, man, um Cup is just out of this world. And you know, I remember I was like, it was like right at the half point or after the little bit after the half point. Kind of posted it on Facebook in one of our groups. And I was like, man, who's going to be the wide receiver one off the board next season? It was like, on draft day, it has to be Cooper Cup. And everybody was like, no, it's Devontae. Or, no, it's Justin. Or, no, what? It's... I'm like, bro, are y'all looking at the same numbers I'm looking at? Like, he's the wide receiver one right now. And it's, it is not, there, there's no competition. Like, the number two is far behind. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, no, no. I'm like, oh, okay. And now we're talking about Cup, especially with the triple, the triple crown winner, the Super Bowl MVP, Offensive Player of the, I mean, Offensive Player of the Year. Oh. I mean, he's, I mean, he's got to be the top mm-hmm. receiver off the board. That's, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just like, man, y'all aren't, y'all aren't looking at what's in front of you right now, y'all. Because, Going yeah. off your feelings. 
Like, do I think he's gonna repeat? No, I don't. He's gonna regret. Yeah, he's gonna. It's hard to do. It is. He's gonna regress. However, I still think it's gonna be a top twelve safe pick. You know, I think that offense is gonna get back Robert Woods Mm -hmm. Um, at some point if they re-sign OBJ. He's going to mm-hmm. be coming back. And, yeah, he's still going to be a top 12 guy. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's crazy. Yeah, you you were surprised with so many people were, like, on my head. I, I like to kind of just see, like, where the group think is. Like, to see if anybody can actually, like, think for themselves and be like, yeah, Cup has to be the number one. Like, this is not even... You got to look at his numbers on what he's doing, man. There's there's no way you can take a real look at his numbers and say that he isn't the one-on-one as far as, like, wideouts are concerned. There's no way. Right. Absolutely. All right, man. Let's um, let's go through all of these years, nah, these I'm last good. five years. You good? Nah, nah, nah I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, 2021. We gonna we, we talked about it, but we had Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. Devonte Adams, Chip, Debo, Samuel, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Cheetah Hill, Stephon Diggs, our friend Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. So that was twenty twenty one. Man, crazy year. Lots of big numbers. Twenty twenty. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, D-Hop, Calvin Ridley, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, AR-15, Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A.J. Brown was beastie last season. Yeah, man. The injuries. He started off real bad and injuries hurt him, but he came back strong, though. You think he's going to be able to shake this injury bug? Uh, label he got for himself. You know, I don't know, cause it's he, it's he had the knee. Well, he was hurt that whole all of twenty twenty, right? Yeah, he had surgery on both his knees. Twenty twenty one. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, but uh, I like him. But yeah, this year is if you were an AJ Brown owner, it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very frustrating. Um 2019, Michael Thomas, Slant King, Chris Godwin. Oh man, Leo. what a what a year he had. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, D Hop, Keenan Allen, Julian Edelman. Wow. That's a name I've heard in a while. AR 15. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, Omari Cooper, Devontae Parker, and Jarvis Landry. And, man, you can just see the names changing so drastically as we go through these last three years, man. You ain't heard Cooper in a long time. You ain't heard Kenny G in a long time. Mm-hmm. You ain't heard Edelman. Jarvis Landry, was this, was this what, his first year in, in uh, Cleveland? In my I, don't, I don't remember him, like, even being remotely good ever as a Brown. So this is, uh, this, uh, this is wild. 2018, D-Hop, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, 
Tyreek, I'm gonna yeah, and just so y'all know, I'm gonna do that every time. Every single time. Ty- <laughs> Tyreek Hill, Julio, Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Juju, Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods, nice. Keenan Allen. Dog. Yeah, man. Uh this was this was that year. Juju was just so much fun to watch. And he done you know, now before all the TikTok dances and all that stuff. And he was really making a name for himself, man. He was really having fun. You couldn't help but root for a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, we're going to see what situation he get to. He get a good situation that treats his running back self in the slot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in 2017, Antonio Brown, D-Hop, Keenan Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, this, Jarvis, this is Michael wild. Thomas, right? <laughs> Julio, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill. A.J. Green, Doug Baldwin, Marvin Jones Jr. Wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a throwback list, boy. Throwback. Super throwback, man. And look, man, just like we're saying, man, it's like it. there's some consistent names you see there. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me personally, come draft day, you know, I'm comfortable with a Tyreek. Keenan Allen, D Hop. I like their quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> I like Justin Jefferson's quarterback. Right. I don't really like Cooper Cup's quarterback all the way, but I like Cooper Cup. <laughs> it, 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 all, it all depends on what Matt Ryan shows up. If it looks like Matt Stafford shows up, man, because if he's he's still bringing that that Detroit nonsense with them, you might as well go. You won't even get a warning. Your week will just be down the drain. <laughs> but, yeah. Like one one week he'll be playing like like a a Super Bowl champion, and the next minute he'll be playing like a Detroit Lion. <laughs> like there's there's exactly there's there's no in between, and there's no warning. You don't get any kind of heads up. You get none. So all right, man. So we're looking at this list. Um, you know, there's like a core group of consistency here, mm-hmm. um, and there's definitely a lot of change. Let me ask you this: a lot of young bucks coming up. Who do you think is going to solidify over this next year, these next couple of years? Who do you think is going to rise to the top here? Who's the next top dogs? Um, Jalen Waddle um, is a guy that I'm really looking looking at. Um, just with what they're doing in Miami, um, and then what, what he's shown, I like him. Out of uh, Miami, and then try to think, man. Try to think of another low key guy to, to go out there and get. Well, you know, I'm not low key, but that's that's really all all that I have so far. You know what I'm saying for the moment. What about yourself? Yeah, not necessarily low key, but I definitely think the next uh, two of the guys that are definitely going to be names that'll probably be at the top is for sure, of course, Jamar Chase. And then uh, Justin Jefferson, um, because, you know, those two, Justin Jefferson, he two for two. And I have no reason not to believe he won't consistently stay and if not be a top dog. Right. Like when we do in a few years from now, when we do the next top 12 of the last five years, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Justin Jefferson five for five. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really I'm, I'm really excited for that aspect. Um, 
So I think those I think those two dudes are like the the ones I can see like being consistent top dogs real soon. Um, and let me ask you this: Who are you fading? We talked about these top guys consistently. Who are you fading off of these off of this top list? Off of this list, yeah. Mm. Who am I fading right now? Uh, right now, Deontay Johnson. Um, they like they for real talking about rolling with Mason Rudolph. Um, I'm pretty sure that's just coach speak. Uh, I, I yeah. think I think as a whole, if you're an organization, if you're in that front office and you let free agency go by and you have the draft go by and you really like deliberately go with Mason Rudolph, you deserve to lose that entire franchise. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. They would, they would deserve that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who else. That's, that's really it for me, man. What about yourself? Yeah. You, you, you already heard the, the Julio fading. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Fading Julio. Um, of course we talked about AB. I'm really close to fading, fading AR 15. He's mm-hmm. close for me. Very close. Um, I don't think I've ever had a. I had one share in my fantasy football career. I think I won. I think I won a league. I think I won your league. He's on my roster. I had him. I won a league, or did I? No, I got second place in the league. I didn't win that year, but I had him. Whatever year it was with Jacksonville when he put up like fourteen hundred yards. I think that was the second year. That year it was a good year. Um, but ever since then, I never had him. Mm-hmm. But he's close to fade, Fadesville. He's very close for me. Um, very close. And I will say this though, Mike Williams did get wide receiver 12, and I think his ADP is going to be high. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Fadesville. You got to. You know, just looking at what receivers didn't make the list this year, I can already see a bunch of receivers that's going to drop from this list. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's definitely going to be Mike Williams, for sure. Yeah. um, Yeah, Mike Mike Williams, he might might finesse somebody, you know, going, going forward whenever they sign him. But just weird, man. Just weird that it took you know those those late um, those those late um, blow ups. It's kind of hard to really buy into that, man. It is, and you know I could be wrong too because again he does have a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think about that too. I just well he's a good quarterback for now. Yeah, it's true. That's very true because anything can happen. Yep. Who is there? Is there a wide receiver that you know we haven't talked about tonight that you try that, that you would uh, get the pass? Like, look, man, you kind of killed my team, but uh, uh, it wasn't really your fault. He killed my team, but it wasn't my fault. Oh, no, it, it wasn't their fault. Oh, it wasn't their fault. Ah, uh, give me a second. Hmm. Mm. 
I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank right now. Who you got? Uh, right now is DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin. Oh, Terry McLaurin. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those no. those those guys. The oh, I went so hard on him in so many leagues. Like, I drafted <laughs> him so much. Oh my gosh. Sorry. You see, like I buried that away in my brain. I didn't want to think about that pain. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, Terry McLaurin, that was painful. But it's 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 to the it's to the point now where um, I wouldn't even draft Terry if it, if his if his quarterback situation doesn't take a complete one eighty. If, if he, his quarterback is Tyler Heineke, absolutely not. If, if he if he does not get um, Wilson or Rodgers or Watson, I'm probably going to stay away from from, from McLaurin. To be honest with you, yeah, man, I'm not doing that shit again, bro. It's, <laughs> it's got to be a different quarterback because that was so painful. And mm-hmm. I remember I was talking to you parts of the season, and we even talked about it on the show. It's just like, hey, man, I'm about to bench him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm benching him this week. Uh, but I couldn't bring myself to do it, but it was at that point. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. Whew. But but the thing is, you know, even though these receivers are getting top 12 finishes, it's like there's so many good receivers that, like, the impact of whatever points they have extends past the top 12. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of good receivers out there. Um, and so we're going to see this, this list change quite a bit next year. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, when I look at this, when I see consistently who's been dominant, mm-hmm. I already know the guys that I'm excited about drafting top, like, yeah, Tyreek, you know, Jefferson, of course, Jamar Chase, you know, he's not on the consistent rankings yet. Of course, Devontae. I think that the narrative that those guys had about Cooper Cup that's going to change, man. You know how the ADP changes over the year. Mm-hmm. I, Cooper Cup's probably going to be the first receiver off the board. He has to be. I don't, I don't want to draft him as the first receiver off the board. But, or, you know, if it's like, you know, I got the 112, 111. Oh, I feel really good getting Cooper Cup there. Man. But I know he's going to be drafted higher than that. He, he's he's going to be. Through the roof, man. All the accolades this year, someone's gonna not necessarily light that pick on fire, but they they could if if you okay, if, if you draft and think you can get the wide receiver one, you might be in for a long season. I still think he's top five. I think we're splitting hairs. I think he's still gonna be like super, super legit. Um but there is a chance he takes a step back. And I don't think people are really taking that into account. Yeah, man, people definitely aren't, man. And, you know, people are fans of the now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not taking these deep dives into this, right? Looking at this data. Now, obviously, there's always going to be an anomaly, right? Like a t- an AB type of player, right? right? When Antonio was hot, you know he was the best in the game. Mm-hmm. But you know, is Cooper Cup that guy? I don't know, but he was damn good this year. That's real. But again, I don't know if it, I, it's for me. It's a lot of pressure 
staring at Cooper Cup. Yeah. I, um, because mm-hmm. I want to do it. I would want to do it. But at the same time, bro, I'm nervous to do it. But he could very well do this again, man. His What he, he did was again. just, yeah, his, he has this. He's always been good, you know. Um, so I don't know. A good thing I mean, we got a long offseason to think about it. Yeah, we got a long offseason to think about it. But, you know, it's just the only reason why I say take a step back. And when I take a step back, I mean, like, he probably, like, wide receiver 5 through 10. Yeah. Remember, if Minnesota is gaining O'Connell as a head coach and they're gaining the passing coordinator as an offensive coordinator, that means that the Rams are losing their offensive coordinator now and the passing game coordinator. So there's, there's going to be a, a void, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Then, like you said earlier, you get OB, do you get OBJ back? You might not get him back initially in the beginning of the season, but do you get him back next year? And then you get Robert Woods back. And you also get, you know, whatever target Tyler Higby's going to siphon away. And then you have with the question mark of what they're going to do at running back. Is there's a lot more to it than this? Now, granted, you know he's done all this despite you know Woods being there and then being injured or OBJ being there. He he's done it, but the probability of doing it again with everybody with a clean slate, you no know, clean bill of health next season. I don't know. I'm not going to complain about having a top five wide receiver. That's that's not, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely right, 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 right. But at the end of the day, if you're drafting him, my 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 thing is, man, if you have the number one at their position, like the wide receiver one or running back one, or you know what I'm saying, tight end, well, tight end is different. But if you have one of those two. And you know, like number one, you probably need to start entertaining offers because the chances of them doing it again, slim to none. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So look at Michael Thomas, man. You know, Michael Thomas, like, like, like your take last year was a super hot take for me. It was like, yo, he might not even be here. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? But then he didn't even play. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, if 2019, after he gets all the accolades, after he gets, you know, he, he breaks the record, this, this, and that. If you go back into the offseason of 2020, like heading into 2020, like, yo, you need an antenna off for Michael Thomas. His value at his, at his peak, it was never going to be as high. People would look at you, but you were an idiot. And now you probably can't even get Thomas off your team if you tried. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think once these team, once these players do outlandish stuff to where they're like breaking records and they're having like straight up anomaly of of a, of a season, it's time to start entertaining offers because you're not going to get that again. It's true. You got to make sure you know if you're going to entertain offers, you want it to be, you know. Like a Stefan Diggs type deal. Right. Exactly. Or you get real good, you know, you get a lot of pieces back. Um, 
because yeah, it's, it's hard to follow up. You know, there's only a few, especially when you just look at these last five years, it's only a few receivers that's really out here beasting like that. You know, D-Hop, Keenan Allen, Tyree, like, that's facts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because look at D-Hop, 2017, wide receiver two, 2018, wide receiver one. That's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, no, I, I totally feel you. And like you said, going back into – the time capsule 20 off season going into 2020 people were risking it all for MT man. And people are going to do the same thing for Cooper cup. So, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. but um, I'm still worried. I don't know why I'm so worried about Cooper cup. And that's probably why I'm going to miss him again in the draft and he's going to go ape shit again. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> you can't, you can't win them all, man. Look, it, it just it just happens like that sometimes. Like, I mean, I get it. Sometimes you're just not really 100% all the way, you know, sold on a player. And, you know, he, he's another one of those guys that he came into the league kind of late. So he's already about 28, 29. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it depends on the formats where you're already kind of behind the, the, the ball, you know, for lack of better words. Behind the eight ball. There we go. But um, I understand it, man. I just, I don't know. Yeah, man. But, I, again, this has been a great episode for me. I think it's just very eye-opening because it kind of really helps prioritize for me in my mind, you know, you know, for, for sure, who is the most consistent and just kind of maybe feeling around that. So, Hey, that's the goal of this series, man. Who's been top dogging it for a long time? Because ADP doesn't always speak for who's been beasting. Because you know, Keenan Allen's ADP. I don't know. I feel like you can still you you might still get Keenan at a low rate still. Yeah, Keenan Allen still got a price. And depending if you're a team that's, that's built to win now, hey, Keenan Allen may be your solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man. Well, look, I think we got another one. We got another one. Ready to roll, man. Hey, look, it was good talking fantasy football with you, dog. Always, bro. Always. And make sure y'all check us out on those socials, man. Uh, the Gridiron Roundtable and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Anchor, all that good stuff. And Instagram again, Gridiron Roundtable and Twitter at Grid Roundtable. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. So what's next, man? What's next? What we got rolling on next, man? Oh man, let's talk about these coaches. You know, let's go around. Let's go around the league, look at all the coaching changes, and see how that impacts fantasy and, mm-hmm. and how we how we make moves going forward for fantasy. Yeah, um, let's 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 get to it, man. We got we got that coming up, man. We need to start breaking that. Well, I need to start breaking down these rookies and start talking about some of our prospective people that we're looking at and. Um, you know what I'm saying? This, this, hey man, look, the new NFL season, season 2022 is less than 30 days away, bro. Let's get it. I'm ready. Dog, free agency, the trade, uh, the trade windows start to open back up, man, bro. It's it's about to be insane. The draft in April, dog. It's all get- time. You get you get a quick breather and then it's right back into it, man. 
It never sleeps, man. Let's get after it, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, good episode, good work, man. And uh, just like that, we out. <laughs> <laughs>